another episode of Women Rise Up. I'm your host, Jacqueline Withers. First, I apologize for the inconsistency of releasing episodes in the last two weeks. I caused technical difficulties right before I left the country for a vacation. The support team at Alitude, the podcast platform I use, has corrected the issues. Last week's episode, Freedom from Fear, was just released Monday, December the 11th. This week, I'm going to talk about shame, getting rid of shame. I'll be reading from Matthew chapter 2, verse 19 from the Amplified Bible. It reads, And Joseph, her promised husband, being a just and righteous man and not wanting to expose her publicly to shame, planned to send her away and divorce her quietly. Shame and guilt are different, though sin often leaves us feeling both. In the verse I read, Joseph explained what shame means. He didn't want to expose Mary publicly, which would have brought her shame. So he planned to cover her by sending her away and divorcing her quietly. Shame makes you want to hide or cover up something you've done or had done to you. It involves the fear of someone finding out your secret. Women are shamed even when they haven't sinned. When a woman has been raped, she needs to understand that she didn't do anything wrong. However, the devil will accuse and shame you into believing it was your fault. If you did a sinful deed, you feel conviction or guilt. But we're told to confess our sins and God is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Nevertheless, shame may linger around. Hebrews 12.1 says, Lay aside the weight and the sin which so easily besets us. The Passion Translation reads, So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Weight can be equated with sin. Cut off whatever and whoever hinders you. Weights often cause us to retain feelings of guilt, shame, and isolation. We all have had them from time to time, some from yesterday and some from the yesteryears of our childhood. We tried to find temporary relief by eating everything but the living bread and drinking everything but the living water. We've tried to wash the shame away with hot water and bubbles, yet all we needed was the cleansing blood that flowed from the body of Christ. For the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. Jesus is standing near saying, I've set you free. Now be made free. Give me your pain, your guilt, and your shame. I've got what it takes to heal all diseases. John 6.27 in the Passion Translation reads, Why would you strive for food that is perishable and not be passionate to seek the food of eternal life, which never spoils? I, the Son of Man, am ready to give you what matters most, for God the Father has destined me for this purpose. They replied in verses 34 and 35, Then please, sir, give us this bread every day. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Come every day to me and you will never be hungry. Believe in me and you will never be thirsty. FreeDictionary.com uses an acronym from bread, for bread from the Religious Alliance of Columbus, Ohio. Building, 
responsibility, equality, and dignity. That's what the bread of life does for you. Shame must go. When we feast on the bread of life, we'll stop gouging ourselves on sliced bread. I wonder if a study or survey has been done to see how many obese people are laden with shame. We do know, according to studies, that higher rates of obesity are linked to many illnesses and even cause people to be more seriously ill with COVID. Madeline Thompson, a 28-year-old co-producer on CNN, talked about her vaccination experience. She recorded how conflicted she felt. She was glad to get the vaccine being so young when it first came out, yet sad because it was due to her being, her words, so fat. She had refused to think of herself as being overweight. Her weight caused a level of shame and pain that she didn't want to deal with. Her whole life, people told her that her weight was her fault. She avoided scales, but now she had to admit that she was fat. However, this time it was to her advantage. She got to the hospital, signed in, filled out the forms, and then she had to step on the scale with a room full of people. She felt fat shamed by the nurse, deliberately or not, because she asked her for a doctor's note. Now, the website had clearly stated that she didn't need one if her BMI was high. Her weight and height made it evident that her BMI qualified her. She said she wanted to run out screaming. She felt singled out, shamed. Afterwards, she realized that she had said the word fat more that day than on any other day in her life. I know how she felt. If only I would feast on the bread of life as often as I should. If only I could tell her to do the same. If we'd let him fill our cups and plates and feed us until we want no more, how much more rewarding would our walk with him be? I used to enjoy walking one to two miles a day. Then I just stopped. I would get dressed, go to the door, and freeze. It became a fight to walk around the block. I asked God, what was up with this? What's going on? And after a few days of asking, I had one of those, I won't let go until you bless me mindsets. I had to know why I really couldn't go out for a walk or had to fight to do so. He showed me. It was shame. And the fact that I had settled it in my heart. What's the point? I've been yo-yo dieting for almost 50 years. He brought to my remembrance the day I said, I don't want anyone to see me. I have forgotten about that. I was burdened with the shame of being overweight and the things that my weight was trying to cover to hide. Thank God Jesus is wonder bread. And I wonder what took me so long to realize that. Can you see how people stay in the house and gain 600 pounds? I can. The bread that gives life is available as medicine for the sin-sick soul, the scarred and abused soul, the insensitive and oversensitive soul. The counselor is standing by to heal the hole in our souls. The wonder of this life-giving bread will show up on your face just like an abundance of those great biscuits from KFC will show up on your hips. We tell Jesus about our physical pain, but the emotional pain we try to ignore. I remember hearing one pastor say, it's not what you're eating, 
It's what's eating you. Jesus is the bread we need more of for a holier, healthier, happier life. My skills looking better this week. I'm continuing to retrain my brain to do what the heart longs to do, and that's to trust, love, want Jesus enough to fill my plate with the wonders that he, the bread of life, has for me. Yes, my soul has had some deep cleansing and healing, yet the process continues. 1 John 5 verses 3 through 5 also in the Passion Translation reads, True love for God means obeying his commands, and his commands don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. You see, every child of God overcomes the world, for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the world conquerors defeating his power? Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Tell Jesus about all your hurts, angst, and pains. He knows you can't bear those burdens alone. Get your hymnal out and sing those old songs to stir your soul. There's a newer song by Donald Lawrence titled, This is My Exodus. Listen to it when you get a quiet moment. Let the lyrics bring you out of shame. It's one of the things that has helped me. Have I lost all the weight I need to? No, but I did get rid of the shame. Amen. I thank you for continuing with me on this journey for inner healing. Each, each week I've promoted White Raiment Ministries and Kingdom Women Rising. The links to both are in the show notes. Please visit both to see how you can support a woman in her journey to be healed of her soul wounds, as well as find out what's available for you. This week I want to tell you about a book, A Kingdom Word Now. It's a new 30-day devotional. It's by Lou Ann Topofsky, with selections from over 20 authors, of which I'm one. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble in paperback, hard copy, or as an ebook. This, too, will help prepare you for the wonderful things God has in store for your life. Hopefully, you've been meditating on the alphabet affirmations. Continue to do so, and we'll pick that up again next month. Don't forget. God has a call for you, and the call is now. Women, rise up. God bless, and I look to see you again next week.